Hey guys, Zach and Nate here from Eternal Dirtles. We've really enjoyed making this podcast for you over the past few months and wanted to let you know that we're on Patreon. Yeah, so we're offering uh, some rewards for uh, for being one of our patrons. And uh, basically what we're doing is putting that money all back into the podcast just to make it a little bit better for you. Some of the things we're doing are you know, taking some, uh, some uh, continuing education classes about broadcasting and also uh, upgrading our equipment and stuff like that. Yeah, so uh, you can search for us by just searching Eternal Dirtles on Patreon or going to patreon.com slash Eternal Dirtles. And uh, every little bit just helps us produce more content for you. Cool. Thanks, guys. Welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always is Nathan Golia. How's it going, Nate? You know, a little tired, but I'm feeling pretty good. Good, good. Well, I mean, it's it's not good that you're tired, but it's good that you're feeling good. Traveling can be yeah. uh, can be rough, so. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of a long travel weekend. Uh, I was at GP Louisville, where I scrubbed spectacularly. Um, <laughs> you were on point, I, though, I, right? Like, you had a, your deck was almost, uh, was almost the same as one of the top eights. Yeah, I was. I had been going down the same path. Reed Duke had been going down, um, and did not obviously end up on the same deck as him. Um, and the deck I played was close to what Noah Walker and Oliver Two from uh, the team Card Hoarder were playing, and they 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 all made day two. So uh, I mean, I guess they're much better than me. Is the is the upshot? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't you can't be the best legacy player in the world. That's you know what are you gonna do? But still, Leovold, right? Like that that card's super good. <laughs> uh yeah, it was a nice breakout for Leovold. Um I got a couple Leovold mirrors where each of us were prioritizing, not letting the other one have one um over the course of the day. Um I uh I, I wouldn't say that I, I I feel like my deck didn't really function when I needed it to. Yeah. Um I know that feeling. I just yeah, I uh well, I do want to tell a story from the Grand Prix, very like right off the bat here. Um, after uh, after I spent all day Friday trying in vain to earn a buy in the grinders, um, I sat down for my round one, and my opponent came up and he said the first thing out of his mouth was, "You're definitely going to win." And you know, it's nine fifteen in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, and I'm like, hey man, you know, you never know with Magic and with Legacy, you can you can go either way. I'd be like, don't fucking say that to me. <laughs> you don't well, know me. Well, it was me. funny. Part of, part of me was thinking that. The other part of me saw him put down his deck, which had a clue token on top of it. And I said, I, I thought that I, he's not playing lands with Tireless Tracker. <laughs> like, this guy has brought a standard deck, oh, you know? No. So that's what I was thinking. And then we're shuffling, and we're just talking a little bit about where to come in from. He said he came from Cincinnati. His friends, he had played about 10 years ago, and his friends encouraged him to come to this Grand Prix with them. Cincinnati's about a two-hour drive. I actually I actually flew into Cincinnati and drove instead of taking a connecting flight. thought it would be better to have the car, which it was, because it was like 15 degrees the entire weekend. And uh, having the car, even though I had to pay eight bucks to park every day, was much better than having to wait for the shuttles or walk. Oh, yeah. Um, 
But anyway, I'm digressing from this story, which is which is really important. It was sort of a defining story of the weekend. Um, so we're shuffling up. We're talking about our, you know, our, just introducing ourselves. And just as we're shuffling, or maybe one of us had started and played our first land, um, the judge came up to him and said, are you? And then he said my opponent's name. He said, yes. He said, this is not a DCI number and pointed to a clipboard. And then I looked at the match slip and his DCI number was a one and about 10 zeros. <laughs> so this guy does not have a DCI number. He says, oh, I don't have a DCI number. So I'm starting to piece all this together. The upshot was that I played a Deathrite Shaman. He played a Plains. I played a Baleful Strix. He played a, uh, I, can't, I can't remember the name, tapped, Tap Land from Cons where you gain a life when it comes into play. Okay. Yeah. And the he was talking, he, you know, he had just talked to the judge and he told me I was definitely going to win. He was talking about his friends encouraging him. The upshot was this wasn't even a standard deck. This wasn't a modern deck. This was like a shoebox. Like a draft deck. <laughs> yeah, this was like shoebox level cards. Oh, no. And I was immediately sort of mortified because, you know, I'm going to cave his head in. And he paid 75 bucks. So mm-hmm. I'm like... Hey, did your friends like offer to lend you a deck or anything like that for this tournament? He said no. And I'm, you know, basically he had like, you know, he had Thraben Inspector, which made a clue. So that way, that's the way he had a clue. But then he had like <laughs> Boros Swiftblade, which is, but that's not even a standard card. I mean, this was literally stuff out of a shoebox. And I'm playing True Name Nemesis. <laughs> like, <laughs> So this poor guy, like there's a storm, like there's like a storm mirror going on on the right of us. And then the other side is like elves versus miracles. <laughs> so you're, you're going to tell me that guy's name was Reed Duke and he won the tournament? No, unfortunately, <laughs> no. No, I would recognize Reed. Actually, he, probably, he didn't play round one, I'm no, sure. So did, you did win this round, right? I did win this round. Okay, good. And I, and I made the executive decision that I was going to get it over with as soon as possible. I sort of was like, you know, instead of going easy on him, because there was no going easy. Like, no, his deck was no. so bad. I mean, you know, relative to Legacy. Not to mention, if you take it easy on him and then he beats you, you're going to feel like complete horseshit. I mean, there was almost no chance he could beat me. <laughs> like, he had no way to get rid of a true name nemesis or a Jace. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Everything yeah. in his deck was, like, killed by... I Kolagon's command, his clue, and his uh, Draven Inspector. Oh, God. <laughs> So rude. I wastelanded his so rude. It was brutal. Well, look, I, I felt like this guy needs to get to the end of this round and hopefully drop. <laughs> but I really, and I wish I'd done this. Someone suggested to me that I should have called the judge, explained the situation, and said, can you please give him a partial refund, get him into a sealed tournament or something. Yes, something crazy. Like $75, two-hour drive. And I'm just, and I was so, I was so sad for him. I don't know if his – and I, I saw him with his friends later, and I was trying to thinking, like, I should go over and talk to his friends. But, like, you know, what the hell? What's you know, you, tell, you, you bring your friend <laughs> with you, and you give him – you don't even, like yeah. – but I didn't want to, you know, to do that. But I hope if, – and if anyone else is ever in a situation like that at a big legacy tournament, um, I, I do what I didn't think of until afterwards. I try and get these guys dropped early and uh, – and you know, into something that they can actually enjoy because I, I just I was so mortified. I mean, if they assuming they left that morning, the guy probably been up since five. <laughs> you know, I'm a king, he's authority of the console, just so he doesn't gain life and 
the game goes on longer, you know? Yeah, geez. He's I like, mean, it was thinking about yeah. casting, like, what, Odric Lash Master of the Whip Tactician. or something on you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Odric Master Tactician. And oh. I mean, I didn't, I, I, it took me a while to put all this together that this was happening because, you know, I went from, like, you know, maybe he's just a sour puss to maybe he's just got a standard deck to this guy doesn't have a DCI number to, oh my God, this is just, this is just pieced together from whatever he had around the house. Yeah. 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 Um, Because there is a part of me that was like, you never know with, with uh, the ways, you know, certain decks interact, you know, he could win (laughs) if he has a standard deck against my deck. I mean, he might have a lot of basic lands. My wasteland plan isn't good. He's got a lot of creatures. I've got a main board spell pierce. Like I'm going to be cantripping. He's going to be, you know, playing some sort of horrific, you know, dragon or copter or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, so that was my first round. So after all that on Friday, I, I ended up with a sort of buy. Um, but, and I, I don't think any of our listeners would ever do this, but if you're bringing if someone is like hell bent on playing legacy, give him a deck, give him a crash course, you know, I, I was, if I had found this guy on Friday and this was one of the grinders, I would have said, meet me before the tournament. I will give you a deck. I'll figure it out. And for you, you can play. find yeah. something for you. Yeah, like I mean, it was it was so mortifying. I went from there into three straight losses to Shardless Bug, Black Red Reanimator, and um, I think Burn was my third loss. Burn is almost is really tough because like I had no basic lands in my deck. Yeah, you just like I had the yeah. I mean, I had like a bunch. I boarded a bunch of counter magic and stuff, but you know, it was just hard to you know basically can't let a price resolve. Um. Charlotte's Bug uh, in the second round, he just he got a couple of visions off. He did cascade into a visions when I had a Leovold on the field. Ugh. I could not I could not talk him into targeting me so I could draw four cards though. <laughs> Would you um, please target me? Please? No, Come he on. didn't fall for it. Uh, and then against Black Red Reanimator, I won the first game uh, on the on the play. He won the second game on the play. In the third game on the draw, I or on the play rather, I kept I mulligan seven and kept spell pierce, thoughtseize, two fetch lands, two wastelands. And that was really a situation where the deck just did not cooperate. I felt like I could weather the storm with the spell pierce and the thoughtseize. Wasteland was gonna keep them was gonna keep spell pierce live. I drew two more lands and an abrupt decay, which I had kept in because of Animate Dead. And it was just not enough time. In fact, I, I made we had a we had a discussion about this tournament about whether or not I should have held up Spell Pierce or played Thoughtseize on turn one. Um, I elected to play Thoughtseize. I think that was wrong, but it didn't even punish me. Like he had an Entomb, which I took, then he played a land and passed. Um, and I held up Spell Pierce with Wasteland, but I just found nothing after that. Yeah. Um, and he was able to uh, to put together enough stuff to play around spell pierce I think like a lotus petal or a dark ritual or something that got him through the uh, spell pierce but it's a little disappointing that's what i would say like that was my this is not my day yeah. for what it's worth <laughs> you know? i think i think thought seize was the right play um if you have two wastelands in your hand you you can keep the the spell pierce live for much longer uh and you can at least work the work his hand so that you can keep that spell pierce live yeah, I mean, the upshot, or the thing that could have happened is if I had held up Spell Pierce, he, like, fetched a Badlands and cast Faithless Looting. I Spell Pierce it, then Wasteland him on my turn, um, and he probably doesn't win from there. But he had a Fetch Land, and he didn't, you know, and he had a, he had a Spirit Guide from the beginning of the game, so. 
Yeah. yeah, I don't think. I mean, it's it's close. Either either one is fine. Drawing two lands and abrupt decay on the cons- on the next turns is the yeah, problem. Yeah, doesn't really so. do it for you. <laughs> like I had a lot, so many live draws, and all the rest of my hate plus counter spells plus any cantrip would have been gas at that point because I had four lands in my hand, um, plus my four death rights. So it was not my day. At one and three, I got paired against Charles Bug again. Um, he mauled to four in game one uh and lost though it did take me 25 minutes he did get a visions off which sort of pulled him right back into it but i won that game in game two i i think he sort of suffered because i had played against the matchup once and felt that i made a mistake by going after the guy's black mana instead of his green mana so in the second game i opened a hand with double surgical extraction wasteland fetchland loam and I basically just wasted and extracted all of his green sources. And then he ripped his basic forest off the top. <laughs> uh, he didn't win. But, uh, I mean, I was able to win just because I, the mana denial was so strong. But I could not believe after I went through all that. I had, I took myself down to 12 between, like, fetching and double surgical and dismembering a goif. <laughs> and then he rips his basic forest off the top after all that. So... Um, that brought me to two, three, and I was still alive. But then I lost to another four-color deck, where his deck had these these cards in it. He had Delver Secrets and Days, Tarmogoyf. He also had Badlands. Uh, he also had Hooting Mandrills and Murderous Cut. Uh, and I had turns where I like. He was attacking me with a th- with a Tarmogoyf and a Hooting Mandrills that he dealt for. I bounced the Hooting Mandrills with Far Away. Then I played a Baleful Strix, which he bolted, did some other stuff, and then just cast his Hooting Mandrills again. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He hit it with Murderous Cut. He hit the Baleful Strix with Murderous Cut. So now he's delved a second time. Then I snap-bounced his uh, Hooting Mandrills, and then he found enough more graveyard fuel to delve a third time and recast it. And I never found anything to, uh, to get in front of it. This is a situation where if I'd had a fatal push in my deck, I would have won. Um, because I could have snap fatal pushed the Tarmogoyf and then double blocked the hooting man drills with the Snapcaster and the true name. Yeah. So, uh, so when one day fatal push will exist, uh, after that, I was decided to play them out to get, points for vegas trying to get a, buy the uh hard way i guess or easy way whichever way um i played against eldrazi we were both pretty uh salty we were laughing about it but we were both like well this sucks he played a chalice and i was like whatever you can you win <laughs> and uh then someone told me that you don't just have to play your rounds you actually have to win your rounds <laughs> i was like oh whoops <laughs> let me even attempt to play against the eldrazi i didn't feel like doing it uh, so my last two rounds, I did win against Infect and Lands. So that was my tournament. That's a bummer. It's a bummer yeah, that you, I mean, you, you could have snuck into a day two. That's that's the that's the real bummer. I mean, there's could have and maybe, but like I mean, uh, I got I got a gift in round one, and yeah. uh, then my deck didn't cooperate then, in a couple other games. <laughs> then you were punished for it in the next three rounds. Yeah, uh, I've had I've had. Similar experiences in my last, uh, well, the last Legacy uh, Grand Prix I played was Jersey, back when Treasure Cruise was a thing, and I was not on Treasure Cruise, so 
Yeah. I was severely punished for that. And, uh, I know, I know the feeling of having, having what seems like a really great start to a day with two buys and then following that up with, uh, three straight losses. Yeah. I almost feel like I would have rather had, had the, played the first two rounds. Well, it's, it was, and that, that, uh, particular Grand Prix, I think it was still seven, two to make day two. Yeah. So yeah, I dropped it three losses then. And this time I even got to play a fourth loss, but to a fourth loss still alive. But, um, in the grinders on Friday, I played a couple different decks. I didn't want to play my decks. I wouldn't get tired of it. I played the reanimator deck and a couple thinking I would catch people napping. That didn't happen. I played against a lot of turn zero ley lines of the void. Uh, then I switched to miracles and I played against storm. So that went well for the first two rounds, except we drew in the second, the storm player and I drew in a game that I probably should have won. Um, because we didn't hear the announcement that the round was over. So I definitely, there was definitely about five turns of like draw attack with click, go, he draws pass. I draw attack with click, go. And he was just going for it at three life. And the judge comes over and is like, you need to give me your match slip right now. It's been 10 minutes since the round ended. And the guy's like storming off. Of course, like I had counter top because like I have all these cards I'm drawing. I drew counterbalance and top, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so he puts a dark ritual on the stack. I spin top. It's three lands. <laughs> Wolf. I flip the top. Counter the dark ritual, and he finds a line through Cabal ritual. So, that, <laughs> in hindsight, I don't remember if he had played an LED before that. I think he might have, because if he had, if he didn't have an LED in play, I would have been in better shape. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I did play, and then I played in, on a in one tournament on on Sunday where I went two and two with Tim's uh, deck, Faden deck, and uh, finally got some event tickets, which I used to get a Star City Games water bottle <laughs> and a pack of Kaladesh. I opened the pack of Kaladesh, and my rare was Smuggler's Copter. That brings us into our next segment. That brings us into our next discussion. <laughs> so, uh, bannings happened today, and uh, today is Monday. We're recording a little early this week because bannings happened today. And uh, yeah. it looks like, in standard, uh, Copter, Emrakul, and Reflector Mage got banned. And then in modern, uh, Gataxian Probe and Gogard Grave Troll? Yes, and Gregor Grave Troll got rebanned. Um, so that's that's what's happening right now. And and then of course you open a copter, which is super hilarious. Yeah, that was that. that that's my weekend in a nutshell, right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I guess I'll start by talking about why those cards got banned. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like it's kind of obvious, right? Like Emmercool. You know, there was, I forget who, who was on Twitter a, a week or two ago and was like, hey, so on a scale of 1 to 10, what's everybody think of Sanity? He was a guy from R&D. And Sam every Stoddard. single pro. Who was this? Sam Stoddard. Sam Stoddard. Okay. And so every single pro was like, four, 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 three, two. And, and you know, like people were like, oh, I wonder why that is. I'm like, well, yeah, it's because the worst way to lose at this game is to have your opponent choose how you lose you know yeah and choose the form of the destructor yeah it's, it's not no fun to uh watch your opponent like take over your hand use all your spells and then like attack you with a 13 13 uh it's it's eminently not fun 
and it, it's funny to me because design-wise, that card, like, I don't even understand how that card got to this point. It's an 8-mana, 13-13 flyer. That's not good enough. They were like, when we cast this card, you're going to get to take all of your opponent's cards for a turn, and you're going to get to play with them. Oh, also, your opponent's not going to be able to target him on his on the turn when you cast him because he's immune to instants. And yeah, that like, was the that um, might be the thing that did it. And someone's like, uh, "That's too good. You should probably make it a little worse than that." Uh, it's a legend. You can only play one at a time. And they're like, "Still too good." And he's like, um, "Your opponent gets to take another turn after you mind slaver him." And they're like, "Yeah, check that off. That's fine." Like, what in the hell are you thinking? Like. There's just no way that that card should have ever been printed. Um, it's it's such a rude, rude magic card as far as design is concerned. Um, yeah, I don't disagree with much of that. I think that, uh, you know, they've made this decision that they want their story cards to be part of the game. And um, the one thing I think really pushed this card, though, was protection from instance. Yeah. Like, dude, I mean... It's Protection one thing. For instance, wouldn't have been so wouldn't have been so bad um, if your opponent wasn't taking all the instants out of your hand on the next turn and casting them all at all of your dudes. Right. You know, like what the hell? Like this is ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that. Uh, I mean, it was it was people were not enjoying the format, and I think that the fact that they had standard bands, the only time they ever have standard bands is when the, when the attendance goes down. So yeah, this, I mean, the attendance has been down for a very long time for standard, but it's dropped dramatically. And one of the reasons why is because a lot of people bought into control, um, right after the pro tour. Cause they were like, Oh man, control's good. Watch, you know, like watching, uh, shoot a fucking play control. It's, it's, it's poetry, you know? And you wanna you wanna do the powerful things in that format. So everybody got into control because the the finals was control on control. Not everybody, but people that were looking to get into the format, right? And mm-hmm. then you realize that the other card that's getting banned um, is Smuggler's Copter. And Smuggler's yeah. Copter just negates control. It's not even a, it's a card that just takes one third of the strategies in the game and says that's they're not important. Like Wrathing is terrible. Um you know, and it basically it has where Emrakul has protection versus instance. Smuggler's Copter has protection versus sorceries. Yep. And it's just like, what? how do you even play Magic when the two most powerful things you can do completely make you build your deck in completely opposite ways? If you're playing Control, you know, like the idea is yep. Control, you know what you're fighting against now so you can you have more information and now you can build a control deck. And it's just like if you've negated one third sorry, one third of what you can do in the format, somebody's fucked up in R and D. Yep. Uh, I'm letting you have it. I, I don't know much about standards, so uh I think the thing that shocked me was that Reflector Mage got banned. It shocked you me know, that Refle- I- it took this long for Reflector Mage to get banned. Because it well, shouldn't have been yeah. legal while uh, Collected Company was legal. Well, really, Collected Company should have been banned, There's probably. There's another rude magic card, and I'm surprised that, that one made, made it all the way through Standard. It, 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 they're now deciding that, oh, yeah, it's it's obvious. Standard's not fun for anybody, aside from the guy who's been winning every every single week. It's just like, god damn, like... 
Well, oh. I think this here's here, here's some interesting. Here's what I was thinking. Let's see if you can see where I'm going with this. Um, let's start with Memory Jar, Talarian Academy. Yeah, combo winner. Yeah, that was eight uh, cards. So skull, we're only on, at three on, right skull now. Skull Camp, Skull Clamp, Arcbound Ravager, Jace the Mind Sculptor, Stoneforge Mystic, Reflector Mage. Yeah, I mean, it's like, this is not an objectively powerful card. No, no, compared no. Compared to yeah, it's crazy, there right? Good, so like, yeah. If you look at this too, um, let's go back to Urza's block, right? The 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 last like time there were big bands, right? Well, I guess are we gonna the so, first sorry, time. the first time there were big bands, right? Eight yeah. cards had to get banned during during Urza's block, yes. and um, that's a powerful set. You look back there; that's that's those are powerful magic cards. You know, some of them are banned in in Legacy. You know, totally understandable why those cards got banned. Now we go up to um, Meridian. Mirrodin. Mirrodin, sorry. Yeah. Mirrodin. And, uh, you know, those are powerful yep. magic cards. Again, you know, all the all the artifact lands who are that are still banned in Modern, you know? Like, you've got and Skull Clan, Skull Clan banned, banned in, in Modern, you know? Like, banned in Legacy, too. Um, you know, y- you look at those cards and you're like, objectively powerful magic cards, right? Mm-hmm. Then, we go, then we go forward to Zendikar block where they had to get rid of... Uh, Jace and Stoneforge Mystic, and you look at those, and those are format staples in Legacy and banned in Modern. Powerful Magic cards. You look at Smuggler's Copter, Emrakul, and uh, Reflector Mage. Those cards don't even see play in Modern. Nope. <laughs> Maybe Reflector Mage and whatever company deck is in Modern. We'll I talk guess. about Modern in a second. That's yeah, crazy, but you're, though, right? Like, those cards yeah. are not that good. There, the 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 level of power in standard is so low that even the cards that they ban in in standard are not even seeing play in modern because the, the, it's just objectively so much less powerful in standard. That the one of the things about about that being a problem is that when you create an environment that's that low power, it's very easy for the pros to pick out the cards that are powerful and abuse them immediately. Well. Well, yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about how this relates to Legacy in a minute, but in Modern, as they have been plucking stuff off the top, you know, the whole time, the, the level, because of the rest of the, the, the pool being so underpowered, the threshold for what's the most powerful thing you can be doing goes down, and then yeah. you just have another thing that's so powerful. Like Summer Bloom, you know, you didn't need to look for that deck until... You're like, what other broken things are there? You know? Yeah, yeah of course. Like when basically now we got, now when they were big. like, oh, we'll kill Jund, we'll take out Bloodbraid Elf, we'll take out Deathrite Shaman. People were like, okay, well now it's safe to play Twin because people aren't playing Jund as much. Right on. So that so that happened, right? So then when they got rid of Twin and Bloom, people were like, well, what's the next most powerful thing we can do? I guess we'll just play linear aggro decks, you know? And it basically became f- f- three to four decks. You know, you got you had yeah. Affinity. Uh, Death Shadow Aggro, Infect, and you know Burn basically were were the four decks people were playing. Well, the thing is, what's going to happen in like or at standard now? Now that these very they're very powerful cards, but I mean the the powerful cards in standard. I mean, so much of standard is built for limited, and it's just you know the constructed yeah. playable cards. I mean, the Delirium deck I think is still probably really good, right? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I think you can definitely yeah. still play the Delirium deck. You don't need that and, top end. Top in crushing victory. The Marvel deck is going to play Ulamog, 
and just exile two tournaments or they're gonna or permanents and they're gonna like close lock and draw six cards yeah still fine <laughs> they're gonna draw into more energy which they can then use to make another thing and then you're gonna just be you know mad and the, or they can just play world breaker or uh, uh you know any other horrible aldrazi um and they said they took reflector mage out because after they tested the format without emrakul and smuggler's copter that the blue white deck was way overpowered um and then, then, then that deck was going to get a combo kill with Sahili and uh, I find the that uh, I'm just not convinced. I'm well, not let's convinced talk that about... I'm, what I'm not convinced about is that they're actually playtesting these formats. I just think they're building cards and being like, this seems good enough. Like, what is Future Future League for? I mean, it's, it's what we think. We've talked about this before. It's the world of perfect information. And things get solved faster. And they're not... They're... they're um, company predates the internet yeah <laughs> and this game predates the internet well definitely so, that's I mean, that's that's a huge thing it's like you know back in the day they had that luxury of like the pros might know about it but no one's gonna really see it for another three to four months i mean look um, at, at at like ularad's uh first like hit, the thing that broke out was like tribal spiders yeah <laughs> nobody <laughs> and he played had like that. two ofs he had like two ofs and wonky i mean it's a was a low power level format, but like, I mean, it's just like funny when you think about it. Like, dude, trapdoor spider still one of the best cards in that set. Yeah, yeah. Well, it tells a lot about Ice Age. Um, yeah, I mean, you got yeah. two, right? Not yeah. four or anything, you know. But yeah, um, let's talk about. I wanted to talk about the implications of legacy, but I also I really want to get into these modern bands because. Yeah. Well, so so well, I t- as, real, oh, sorry, real fast, ahead. I do want to go back to to standard because this does have to do with legacy. Yeah. So when you have yeah. something that where the power level is that low all the time, that means that you can't up the power level again. They're they're like on on like the developers are on the watch list now, right? Like this, someone's been told like, hey, you guys fucked up, right? Am I wrong? Right. They, they had to have, right? They had to be like, listen, we fucked up. They're, they we, definitely we had to... data that said there was low attendance yeah. because that is the only that is the one constant through every other standard banning. So and if, it was not something they said, by the way. Um, in the in the announcement, oh, yeah, which yeah. is a, which is also like, a change. We're failing as a company, you know. Well, they said that they used to say that that um, they, I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure they said it when Stoneforge Mystic was banned because I started playing again the week before that. Oh, <laughs> and uh, I remember like that was like huge news, like the second week I went to the store, and uh, you know, I think they were still on like we've seen attendance dropping. We want everyone to have fun. You know, yeah, but uh, and they they've said it about Mirrodin. They've said it about uh, there is a block. So, so you were right though, and I think that uh, yeah. And the upshot is that they've got to they've got to build the power level back up. Yeah, this gets to, to Y Frontier, slowly, yeah. right? Like they can't just put out something really good next, like in the next like couple of couple of sets. They have to like slowly build back up to like cards that you could possibly one day want to play in modern right like or legacy or yeah and then and then build up to legacy so we're not going to see any great cards probably for two or three sets that can be played outside of standard which is a real bummer i really hate just like like if we're not getting good cards in in standard sets for legacy that means legacy doesn't change at all it also means that we have to wait for like conspiracy three to come out so that we see new cards because they're probably not going to start reprinting anything in or creating new cards that are good in the commander sets either. 
Well, they did not. The past couple of commander sets have been pretty bad. I mean, I would say that the conspiracy, if they if they find a product they like to do like that, that Leovold, Recruiter of the Guard, Sanctum Prelate, those are those made big a, impacts. They were everywhere this weekend. That's good to hear. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and we'll get the occasional role player. We got a whole deck out of Oath of the Gatewatch, but that was a mistake, <laughs> you know, yeah. in a way. Like, you know, they really shouldn't have printed those. Because it screwed up modern. I think there's a, but I think uh, yeah, that that the point you're making is is where I was is where I was thinking as well. It's like, you know, they banned Jace and Stoneforge from a standard format that had Splinter Twin and Birthing Pod. Like, yep. think about how high powered, like those are marginal legacy cards and banned in modern. Jace and Stoneforge are banned in modern and role players legacy like, staples. That's, that's staples. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how that's how powerful, and that was all before Innistrad came out, and Innistrad had you know way more way more legacy stuff, and the format was a very, was of a very high power level with with Birthing Pod and the Zombie Deck and Delver at the time, right? So, um, but like that's what I'm saying. Like your Smuggler's Copter does not is not in the grand tradition of crazy mistakes like Memory Jar and the Artifact Lands. And Stoneforge Mystic with Batter Skull, yeah, right? Like if they had to ban <laughs> Goblin Guide from Zendikar, you know, I'd be like, yeah. oh, well, yeah, I guess that's a mistake, but it doesn't seem that that terrible. It's just a small design error, you know, in within that format. This is a this is a card that is designed poorly within that format. Like I'm but actually we'll never sort of bummed that that this that this card was printed not in the same set as Heart of as Heart of Kieran because I think Heart of Kieran actually foils that card well yep you know like if you play if you have heart of kieran in play and and a planeswalker and your opponent can't kill heart of kieran when he attacks with his smuggler's copter you're gonna get to keep ticking up your uh planeswalker your opponent's not gonna make you use loyalty just to die to have his smuggler copter die you know so like it was it was a good idea to see that card like oh this could be a foil to that card but We'll never see that because they didn't print it in the same set. I I just uh, I just um, think it's too bad that I I I hope they learned the right lesson. I'm not the modern bands, however, are the things that made me think they did not learn the right lesson. Yeah, they, the modern bands seem incorrect. I I 100. So agree. right. So this is this was happening this morning when I was flying and I texted you from the plane. Uh, I actually got plane internet because the flight was really bumpy and I couldn't uh, watch a movie without getting really sick. So just could search the web, surf the web with some music, right? Yeah. And this is happening, and I'm like, you know, I love it. I love the mayhem, you know. Of course. <laughs> the, the baseless speculation. That's fun when this kind of thing happens. And I said, in order, here's what I think is most likely: standard ban, modern pump spell ban, modern dredge spell ban, modern unban anything related to legacy or vintage as the lowest thing i'm sad we didn't get a legacy or vintage movement i was saying like nuke everything let's nuke all the drop a nuke on all the formats unban a bunch of stuff ban a bunch of stuff let's let's get a shake up right mm-hmm. let's have some fun they didn't in modern they banned gitaxian probe and golgari grave troll rip storm decks in modern first off <laughs> well i think so okay so gitaxian probe is to target the 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 pump spell decks because yes. it you, I, I think the death shadow deck is unplayable without it um it's I the best it, of its terrible cantrips yeah and, and at least um, with the the infect deck 
now doesn't have that perfect information that they were looking for before. I, but the I'm thing not about the infect, about that. yes, but I don't think it's it's going to be bad for infect for a couple reasons. One is that there's no free counter magic in legacy or in modern rather. True. So they're not playing around anything if you're tapped out. So if you tap out, you know, basically you'd never tap out against this deck, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like playing twin. You never tap out yeah. against twin. Right. Um, and the other thing is, like, even if Probe was really good at giving those decks information, taking out Become Immense or Mutagenic Growth took out a lot of their most broken lines. Yeah. 100%. You know, so they would yeah. have to, yeah. So it was still, an, a nerf to them, you know, would have still left uh, Gitaxian Probe for blue decks or, you know, whether it's Storm or Delver decks um, that that needed it, that really do need it to be. Yeah, I mean, you, can't, you cannot place a modern storm without the texting probe. That's that's insanity. Right. I don't think. I mean, Delver. We'll see what happens. You know, we, we're going to get some printings and stuff uh, like Fatal Push that could be helpful. But I mean, it's really it, it makes Young Pyromancer bad. It makes Monastery Mentor a non-starter in the format. That's too bad. I think I think a texting probe is a stupid card, but I don't think it's necessarily. I don't think it was the problem with those decks. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that Become Immense was the card that should have been banned, personally speaking. Yeah, yeah, that or Mutagenic Growth. Um, either of that was fine. I would go. I that's what I expected. Yeah, um, just I, something I, that taps the brakes. I am really hoping that this shakes the format up a bit. I just don't think it will. I think that you're still good. Like, what stops Dredge from just still being Dredge? Well, yeah, like they lose two cards. I looked at a list and it doesn't play any thugs now. So now it's just going to put thugs in. Yeah. And I, I'm like, okay, like I understand Grave Troll is just this boogeyman that they already banned and unbanned and everything. And and it's, you know, the biggest dredger. But there's so many payoff cards in the modern dredge deck now. That was what was missing when Grave Troll was unbanned. They didn't yeah. have any payoff cards. Yeah, there was no, now there they've was got, no prize amalgam. Yeah, they've got Prize Amalgam, and they've got uh, Cathartic Reunion, you know, and let's yeah. say, like, they were, they were already playing Life from the Loam, so, you know, they were already happy having a Dredge 3, you know, so they're, maybe they're going to Dredge 7 where they would have Dredge 9 occasionally, you know? Yeah. That's still a lot of dredging. <laughs> so I, I think that uh, I, I can't really see it taking too much of a hit. I think it will, as I think it just won't be as consistent, but... Um, I, I just and that I just I, I don't know how they looked at those decks and said th- if they're looking at those three decks specifically they're hard to interact with um, infect death shadow and uh, and dredge I don't know how they settled on probe and grape troll yeah I just yeah I mean that's that's all I can say is like they, they done fucked up again <laughs> we'll see right. I mean we've got time to see I hope I'm wrong here um but I still don't really feel comfortable playing playing modern right now. Uh, I don't well feel like that. There's until I know that the format like I need to see a Grand Prix where n- none of these decks are in the top eight. When when I see that, I'll feel like oh they have shaken up the format a bit. But until I see that, like I just feel like these are the same. We're just gonna see slightly different versions of these decks. Like, not even, like, different versions of these decks. The same lists minus those cards. 
I mean, I don't think the Death Shadow deck is playable at all without Probe. No, I mean it'll go to tri- <laughs> it'll go to Tribal Zoo. Probably take out the Death Shadow. Yeah. throw in the tri- Tribal Flames, right? Like, right. Yeah, I think. I mean, Affinity. I don't know if Affinity was being held back by these decks. I know that it was a, a brutal matchup for the Death Shadow deck. Like, you could not beat Affinity because you put yourself down to eight, and they just like they'd make eight power, <laughs> or they'd just like throw two Galvanic Blasts at you. Yeah, right, yeah, something like that would be, that's how I was lost. Um, but, you know, there's nothing, now there's nothing to target Affinity. Cranial Plating, I believe, has been a bannable card in Modern almost the entire time it's been in existence. Yeah. Um, so, um, and now it's going to get the uh, Hope of, of Giraper, um, which is a new card from uh, Aether Revolt, which people are speculating could have a place in Affinity to just, like, turn off people's uh, turns and then let the Affinity player untap with all their goodies again. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be a thing. And I also, but then the other hand, the other wild card is fatal push, which I, which, I mean, in fact, and death shadow and affinity to an extent, we're going to take a hit off that from that being printed anyway. Um, it's true that that card does stop them from going off the next turn. Right. Um, and that's why, you know, if you really were felt, felt like even if, even if this card is in the format, they're going to still have their nut draws then you take out something from the nut draw. You don't take out Probe and just hurt all these other decks, including decks that may want to play Fatal, fatal Push, like Delver, you know, like Delver decks or, um, you know, some sort of other, I don't know, there's no Cabal Therapy in in, in uh, Modern, so uh, Probe isn't really a control card, but um, I don't know. I just, I, I think they're both, I think they're ill-advised, and the fact that they did give us an unbanned to go along with it, just to like, you know, further spice things up was a real letdown. Yeah, I would have liked to seen something else get unbanned in in modern. Um, you know, just give blue something to give control something. Don't even give blue something. Give control something. Like throw control a bone. There's not a good control deck in the format, and that's not a healthy format then. No, I I, uh, I was hoping for Stoneforge Mystic or Splinter Twin. Neither of them are blue cards. Um, Jace, I think, I think you could show up with Jace in your deck to a modern tournament, and no one would notice. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing about Jace is that the only reason that I think that Jace is still banned is because Jace does do something that no other card does in modern, and that is put cards from your hand back on top of your deck. Um, right. And that and that, that changes the game a little bit. They you can start playing miracles and that becomes that becomes problematic. So I understand um like not not including Jace. Um I just god damn like just give us a give us something that can, that a control player can jump into this format with. I do think that fatal push will help that a little bit. Like I'd like to try gifts and have some fatal pushes in the deck, have some uh it's called have some uh, paths and stuff and see, you know, see where I can go yeah. with all that stuff. Well, I, I got to tell you, like I in Legacy, I, I felt I lost games where if I had fatal push my deck, I would have won. One of them was when my first Charlotte's Bug opponent had three Tarmogoyfs. Lightning Bolt's not killing that. Nope. Um, second was I was playing a grinder against. Oh, the second was that Delver matchup where I could have fatal pushed his Tarmogoyf and then had a blockers for his Hooting Man draws instead I had to block and try and you know work around the other way the third time i was playing a grinder against Aluren. i had i was playing a, a version of the stack fade and control deck that our friend tim has built 
And I was well on my way to victory when he found a scavenging ooze and grew out of range of my punishing fires yeah. while eating them. Oof. I mean, I I had picked off all of his little dudes with my punishing fires. He had a carpet of flowers, which he used to make like six green and then played a scavenging ooze and just ate all his guys. And suddenly he had this huge creature. He couldn't attack until he got rid of my uh, true name and my baleful strix. But he eventually drew a toxic deluge because I couldn't deal with the scavenging ooze. So that's another card that gets hit by fatal push, you know, that you want it, that you want it to hit. So in fact, it's funny, like, you know, you give dredge, you take maybe the least impactful potential ban in modern, and then they get to play fatal push for scavenging ooze. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I do think it'll, I, th- I do think it'll be good in modern. I think it'll make blue decks, viable in a way that they aren't now which is ironic because it's a black card but it's, it's um, just 100 percent playable in every every single format well the th- here's the thing about blue and modern paulo uh i don't know vito damo de rosa is at pvddr that's right yeah. okay he posted a modern bug control deck doesn't have a single counter spell in it <laughs> i mean it's blue for snapcaster mage and like i think you might have serum visions or something um, and it's basically like we're going to snap caster our pushes and stuff and just get our big dudes down. But I mean, you don't play counter spells in modern. So the best way for blue to win games is to be able to interact on turn one. And that's why path and, uh, bolt, you know, or usually both have been with blue. So I, I do want to talk about how this affects late legacy. There was a, there's another part of this announcement that, uh, hasn't gotten a lot of attention and that is that they are going to, do banned and restricted updates five weeks after the Pro Tour, in addition to the week of the set of a set's pre-release. So uh, effectively, we're going to double the amount of BNR updates we get every every year. Um, that could have some legacy implications. It'll be there'll be more opportunities for them to look at formats. They said they don't think there will be more bans and restrictions because of that. I think the, I think that they've opened Pandora's box and now they have to start banning more stuff. Like, I don't know if they got pressure from corporate or whatever, but like they're not gonna people they're not gonna sit down and let people on the internet complain about how bad standard is again, you know? Yeah, yeah. When they've I mean, got eight potential updates, so that might be an opportunity for a new legacy. What we've learned here is that if we bitch enough and stop showing up to tournaments, you could change the face of this game. Yeah. Unfortunately for legacy players, it's, it's tough because you don't really want to not show up. Yeah. Because then, then people think, well, no one plays legacy, which, you know, people were very upset about the legacy Grand Prix not being streamed. I thought that was going to be our secondary topic today. And uh, instead, they managed to pull this on us. But um, I think the impact of, of what we well, what, what happened today on legacy is just that. Um, we didn't really get an admission that wizards needs that is going to change their design philosophy at all. So legacy playable cards might still be few and far between in new sets, but we did get more BNR update opportunities that hopefully will, they'll start pulling some of the uh, drac off the list, like mind twist or, you know, even Earthcraft or survival or anything that could be played, you know, I don't think they're going to unban Mind's Desire, but um, 
I think that's the upshot for legacy players, just more opportunities for potential changes. And maybe we should start lobbying more to take a look at our format. You know, it's tough because, like, I don't know. You know, I I work in game design, so I I feel for the guys who come into Wizards and they're like, I want to change things, I want to mix it up, you know, and then they, they go in there and they've got, you know, they've got the, you know, this bright idea and stuff and they're just being smacked down immediately by being like, no, you can't fuck up the format like that. You can't do this. You can't do that. And then when something like, you know, gets, they finally like have a breakout. They're like, yeah, this is a breakout card. It's great. I made the card. It's a breakout card and it gets banned. It just like sets the game back so far because it takes those people who like had like Emrakul um, is an interesting card taken out of context, right? Like, you're like, oh, yeah. that's pretty neat. Like, it, you could do things like that. You could fuck around with the way people are playing Magic. This is a particularly bad version of 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 what you could do with design, but th- there's a spark there, right? Um, yeah. Smuggler's Copter, I think vehicles are a fucking problem. Like, they should have never... Vehicles are bad. Vehicles specifically make it so that aggro decks are better, and aggro decks are already good. Like, no one's ever been like, man, I sure wish we could just make aggro decks that much better so they had just that much more of an advantage. Like, a deck that makes you, that like rewards you for not thinking about how you play Magic, um, and then on top of that, like, is very good against control. The A, a type of Magic that's much harder to play, by and large. Um, and then creating cards that just do that, is is such a slap in the face to me. Um, I, you know, I, I'm sure you've never been in a situation where you, you're playing control deck and you wrath the board and you, your opponent has a smuggler's copter in play. But let me tell you, it's <laughs> fucking terrible. It's yeah, it's obnoxious and it's it's just ridiculous that like that's that's a thing. You know, like those should leave the board too. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's really they didn't print any answers for any of their. They, they weren't printing answers, right? That's mm-hmm. basically the upshot. Um, and then you know, when they, they did, pr- they banned them. So like, Fatal Push they and banned- Heart of Kieran are answers to Smuggler's Copter, and then they banned yeah. it before you could even get a chance to see if that would work. So that just tells me that like somebody that's not in des- in design and development is making these decisions. Well, I, I the anything, decisions I to like ban things. I'm saying someone, like they're ban, they're making was, ban decisions based on like stock options. You know, like they're just like, no, there aren't people playing. We're losing money. You've got to make a decision now. You know. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you ever see Aaron Forsyth's interview uh, when Eldrazi was still oh, yeah. dominating Modern? He just looks miserable. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's funny, like. It's, it, it all comes out like people want to play with their cards, which is sort of a mantra that I have on this show. Yeah. And bannings hurt that, but also like not like rotation hurts that high barrier of entry to formats where things could work hurt that. And it's just a, it's just a feel bad all around. It does make you wonder like, what are you, what are we doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of shit that makes people not want to play the game is when stuff gets banned. And like, I texted a buddy of mine who doesn't play often tonight and I texted him about I just started getting back into Legend of the Five Rings, buying all the old yeah. cards because the new the new game is gonna be a living card game, so a lot of the old cards have just dropped in price and I'm able to scoop them up and have my old decks 
Total nostalgia thing. Anyhow, I hit up my friend that I used to play that with, and he plays Magic still, but he doesn't play all the time. And I texted him like, yeah, I got six six L5R decks now. It's pretty awesome. And he's like, at least I'll never ban anything in that. And I'm like, yeah, right. oof, dude, t- what what did you have? And he's like, four copters, four Emrakuls. I'm like, fuck. That sucks for a guy who doesn't play that often, who like goes out, gets those cards, plays every like two to three weeks, you know. And then like, you know, his investment of, uh, uh, not just his investment in the game. He's not like speculating. He's buying these cards to play the game when he does play, you know, to like go do that and to be like told like, oh, that, you know, $70 that you spent on Smuggler's Copters, thanks for fucking giving it to some LGS. I'm sure they're happy about it. You know, like that sucks. That's terrible for for someone who doesn't play that often to be told you can't yeah. play with your magic cards. It's terrible. I mean, I, I people were complaining about standard a lot. It was obvious people were upset. Front they invented a whole format to uh of to, people complaining to, about standard. To appease these people, yeah, right? Like, like that, that that was where Frontier came from. Like, I don't like standard. I've got these cards from last season. What can I do? And look what they came up with. Yeah, I that's mean, the craziest shit is like so since we've talked about uh, about Frontier, um, I haven't changed my opinion on it at all. I still think it's terrible. But man, stores are starting to to like make a night for Frontier. They're like, fuck it being DCI sanctioned. We're just gonna have a Frontier night for all all of our salt heads that won't play standard, that won't play modern, that don't have the cards to play Legacy, but they do have last year standard cards. Who wants to come out to the store and play Frontier? You've all been asking. Like, right. I, I don't think it's, but I think it's even more, it's one more step than that. It's won't play standard, don't have modern cards, and don't have legacy even, cards. Even, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I 100% agree with you. It's, it's, they're, they're not buying into older formats because they're either hearing that it's too expensive or not fun to play, um, legacy and modern, respectively. Um, or, and they're not, they're not impressed with what's going on in standard, and they want to take the cards that they just, got done playing with and continue getting use out of them i think a that's bad... ridiculous but it's exact but that's what's happening i mean I, I don't think i would ever play the frontier format other than on a lark i i and i think i what i what i said about it at the time was just like you know people are i just hope this doesn't validate wizards terrible design what i feel are, are terrible design decisions and a bad direction to take the game and it's you know, I, I, I didn't get a ton of confidence from these bands. I feel like they think that removing these cards will get people to come back to standard, you know, but I don't, I, I mean, it remains to be seen whether or not the standard format is balanced. So they, so then they build now? in another, do I want to play standard yeah, now? Because that's I mean, what, that's, you know, like you, you're a person who doesn't play standard, right? So like, here you go. They've banned some cards in standard. Do you care? But the difference is I could buy any standard deck I wanted to and play it. Like, I could play the best standard deck. Um, I just choose not to spend my time on it. I'd rather spend my time on Legacy. Yeah. You know, or, and, and I mean, then, they, like, I'm not you know. even, like, I, I was playing standard in the last format, and then I got blown out by Smuggler's Copter after Smuggler's Copter after Smuggler's Copter after building the num- the number one deck in the format. And I was like, you know what? You know, by number one deck, I mean the deck that won the Pro Tour. Um, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to do this dance again. Like, I'd just rather play a format that that respects the amount of time I'm putting into the format. You know, like, 
I can't afford to play six different decks in standard depending on what week it is. You know, yeah. like I can't sw switch my funds around like that. I don't have the time to trade into different decks every week. That's insanity. Um, so it, to, for me as a person who can afford to play every format but doesn't play standard, like doing this makes me not want to play standard on principle now. Right, and I think that and I, I've heard a little bit of that today. Like, how do we? Uh, so, like, this is why they don't like doing bands in standard. To be honest, this is why they always resisted it because it, it undermines confidence. But the confidence was already being undermined by the by the low val by the low um, equity you got in standard cards, which meant that you were playing, you were spending a premium amount to play a game, and then the game was evaporating, and you were literally left holding a bag of cards. You know, yeah. Like when if if they, if there are they if they're they've set a ceiling on the power level of standard that is so low that nothing is going to hold a little bit of value. I mean, collected company, sure, fetch lands, sure, but like I mean, even the the, the number of of packs that are being opened now at this point is negating the value of a rare. So you've got these mythics that I mean. How many bomb mythics are there from recent standard sets that are being played in modern or legacy? Um, I have nothing in the Eldrazi deck is a mythic. Uh, Collected companies are rare. Siege rhinos are rare. You know, you know, I'm just saying, like the mythics are the are, are what rares used to be price wise, which is good in a way for standard players. But the, but even then, the the window has shifted for what's acceptable. And two fifty, three hundred bucks is still a lot of money for someone to sink into a deck that's good for two years, yeah. if that. And and then it just evaporates into nothing. <laughs> Smuggler's Copter um, is as rare. of today a. Oh. oh, sorry. I was like a forty-two. It's online. It's a. It's point four two tickets, which is pretty insane because it was at one point it was sixteen tickets. <laughs> Today right. it dropped from from four tickets to to literally one tenth of what of what it was worth before, and in paper it's it's sitting around ten dollars, and I'm pretty sure that that's that's incorrect right now. <laughs> well, like, I did take my smuggler's copter to a couple dealers, and the highest I was offered for it was six. I mean, I think there it was only a twelve, fifteen dollar card just because it was a rare in a set with masterpieces, you know. Yeah, I just don't. This uh, and card I don't isn't think they force you to open modern. I don't yeah. think they force you to open packs with limited. That is their business model right now, and I, people laugh at me when I say that. Look, it's not just about legacy, and it's not just about modern. You got to constructed magic is not something that they are really that interested in supporting. It's hard to test for. It makes their game too expensive to like, you know, it makes, so it gives like parents the willies, you know? Um, and, um, you know, they just, they just start, are, are, I don't, I don't think they see constructed as the future of their game because how do you get people to buy more cards? Yeah. You also, know? you don't have to ban stuff in constructed, like, or, or, or in, in, limited, in yeah, sorry, yeah. In, yeah. in limited. Um, and as much as, you know, Tim was right. As much as wizard says that they're not, interested in, in what Hearthstone does, Hearthstone doesn't have to ever worry about this problem. Nobody lashes out like a psychopath, like I just did, like, the last <laughs> hour, right? Because something got banned in in uh, standard in, uh, what's it called? 
uh, in the Hearthstone because it just changes the card. You get full value back for it. Not a big deal. Okay, the formats changed a little bit. You know, I've sunk maybe two to three, I think three to four hundred dollars in Hearthstone. And but it's I don't been over like four myself, years. Yeah, yeah. I don't even consider myself <laughs> a, a like a pro level player. I don't even consider myself a, a above casual player for that game. But I, you know, every time the format changes, I enjoy it a little bit. You know, like I have a good time. I get in there, I play the game, and you know, I, I, it waxes and wanes with me. But I'm never like disappointed in the game. Uh, whereas when something changes in in Magic. I always have something to say about it. I'm very passionate right. about this game to a point where I get I get upset when stuff like this happens because it just shows you that, you know, either they're not paying people enough, they're, they're not putting out enough money to, to find good developers, or they're not letting people be good developers. You know, they're not doing they're not doing the proper amount of playtesting when this stuff happens, like future future league is a good idea, but I don't think the people in future future league are being paid enough to, to play the game properly. Cause they're obviously missing shit. They might not. How many people is that though? I mean, it should be eight people. It should be at Huey least Jensen. Huey Jensen tweeted today. Can't believe they banned reflector mage. They must've found the same deck as us. Huey Jensen's testing team might be bigger than the fewer future future league. You know, I mean, I just they should uh, be paying the, these pros to to do this, and that means that some of these pros should should get paid money to go work at Wizards of the Coast, and if that takes away from their ability to play the game, that's okay. They should be making real money to do that. Then, uh, and yeah. that's not to say that the pros don't want to play Magic. What I'm saying is that they're not offering enough to real human beings that are playing this game to get good people to test them. Yeah. I mean, I just think that it, I understand where you're coming from. And maybe I, since I don't work in the industry, I don't really get, I, from my perspective, I just like, they can't possibly find everything and keep up with everything. Of course. As I, I realize that's very real hard. Time. But the right, thing right. is, it's like, saying. like they can't do it. Come on. So you look at smugglers copter and Emrakul and you can't tell me that those cards don't create a gigantic fucking red flag. You don't look at well, those and go, mm, mm, that seems wrong. I, I I don't know. I don't. I think Smuggler's Copter because I'm used to playing in formats that have Ancient Grudge doesn't bother me that sure, much. Sure, sure. Emra Cool, I could see being a problem, but, but like, you know, I'm also if, used to playing in formats that have Tormod's Crypt. In a format where people <laughs> consistently get up to eight land, right? Do yeah. You, like Emra Cool just seems like like a nightmare. Like, how I think I think you're right. I'm not to play I'm this not really, card. I'm not really disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that the tools and the opportunity to prevent that from being a huge deal for sure are available. Wizards is choosing not to use those tools because they believe it is unfun based on whatever they, yeah. they've, they've decided that certain things are unfun, like like hosers are unfun, and the. The last time we got color hosers, they were very weak. It was in it was in the cons block, and uh, we might never see something like that again. Um, I, I mean, authority of the consoles as a card that makes me think they they did see this Sahili thing uh, with the with the cat that makes infinite cats or infinite Sahilis. I forget which one. Yeah, what does authority um, of the consoles do? It's 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 uh, one oh, white man. Oh, comes to play tapped, right? 
makes creatures come into play tapped, yeah. and you gain a life whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your opponent's control. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That stops so, that I mean, BS from happening. Right, and I was thinking, like, I wonder if they... When they moved up the ban and restricted announcement to today, uh, it was, I was almost wondering, like, oh, maybe they, they really are going to take this thing out. I thought that would have been a mistake. And then they took out other cards, which, I mean, it's... That's the thing, like, it's not a mistake to take these cards out of standard, but it just tells you that how low the power level they want yeah. is, you know, that these cards can be actually banned in standard. This is this is a, a distinction that has been, re, re, you know, reserved for cards like Mind Over Matter. <laughs> you yeah. know, I was going to keep throwing out these names of random cards that have been banned in standard and say, like, you know, can you believe that, Lotus I mean, Reflector pedal. Mage, yeah, you know? Reflector Mage, right? Reflective Rage doesn't even have Flash, but like you know, it's a, I think that I think the late development push on that was that it was made into a two-three, um, and they don't. There's no Lightning Bolt. There's. I mean, you could print and kill bolt. that. Yeah, right. I mean, you could, uh, you know, they they could print something that does three damage to a creature. They choose not to. Um, so. Uh, I, I just, uh, um, I just think that I hope, I, I just hope against hope that they're going to realize that they need to either air out the room and, and get some new ideas in there, or that they just have to ratchet the power level up a little bit, um, because otherwise, I don't see how this game can survive. Like. And that's okay for Legacy. Like we can, you, you can keep Legacy going. You never get any new cards, though, of course. But you're at you're at the point in your game's development where you're banning where you're banning Smuggler's Copter. You know, a game that has had has had Lightning Bolt in it for twenty years. A game that has had Ancient Grudge in it for ten years. Right? Like, why don't they just go? <laughs> okay, well, we'll put Lightning Bolt into standard. That would have been a simple fix. <laughs> that would have been right? a fun fix. Like, yeah, let's be that's for real. a that, crazy that, precedent. We would, that, yeah, we would be still talking about the ripple well, think effects about of that, that. Though, like, <laughs> if you put lightning bolt into the format, right? You don't have to ban smuggler's copter because then you can just bolt smuggler's copter, or you can fatal push smuggler's copter, right? Like, you can yep. produce some deck that will be able to play one of those two things, and the decks that get their smuggler's copter bolted can play lightning bolt. <laughs> Yeah, so well, like also your opponent, rage. you know, like it's not like yeah. they get markedly worse because Lightning Bolt is is around, you know, like. Is there an edict effect? Oh, there's clipped wings that hits Emrakul. Like the the answers they put in for Emrakul are just so silly. Clip wings and Stasis Snare. Like you can't main deck them, and they feel horrible to put in your sideboard. Yeah, I was playing Stasis Snare, and and I had someone cast Emrakul against me. You know what? I I Stasis Snare this thing, and he was able to get rid of my. Friggin' stasis snare with one of the cards with your in my own cards? hand. Yeah, jeez. It's just like why? Why? Like this is not a good man. It's not an okay card to have in this game. You know, like. Well, the the original Emrakul is questionable. On top of that, like. Yeah. <laughs> At least that I mean, card, like you had to have a way to cheat it in. This is like once you get to turn eight, you're casting this behemoth of a card. And you've all that you've done to like make it cost less is just played magic against your opponent, right? And and the Marvel deck was so is so funny because it's like it's this deck that can cast Emrakul on turn four 
and its backup plan is casting Emrakul on turn eight. Yeah. <laughs> and it gets the triggers. Its backup plan is just being the other best deck in the format, which is Delirium, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that I looked at Standard today, and I know that the top decks have switched around, but just, you know, based on what, I, what people have been saying, you know. Um, yeah, and it's and it's so funny that how nerfed they made Madness, you know? Like, Madness came back, and they, they went, they were really careful with it, you know? Yeah. Because I guess Madness was a big deck back in the uh, in Odyssey, right? Well, Magic was one of the few decks that didn't have any that didn't cost you seven hundred dollars to get into a format for. Yeah, that, they're so they careful with that. Madness. They don't want you. They don't want you not buying cards from your LGS. God forbid. Yeah, um, and then and then they uh, the the other graveyard mechanic, the new one, you know, ends up being the thing. I, I mean. They didn't ban any th- cards that say Delirium, but Emrakul is a Delirium card. Yeah. And and, and, it, has, and it feeds off the same enablers. So, uh, yeah, I just it's just funny that they were so careful with Madness, you know, because, God forbid, we get a decent Madness card, but <laughs> with, uh, with, with Delirium ended up being so bad, they had so overpowered, they had to ban the best Delirium card. I mean, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what happens in in a few weeks. I I would. I don't know. I don't know if they'll. Could you imagine an unbanning in standard? Never. never. They had never. <laughs> I mean, it, Smuggler's Copter. They'll just be like, whatever. We don't. That card's not in. It doesn't exist anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, they're never gonna. That's another big point about standard bans. That's you know, they're never, they're never gonna unban anything. They unbanned a card that came out in the last, or banned a card rather that came out in the last set. That's amazing. I mean. Considering how protected they are, I mean, Stoneforge and Jace, it was like four sets later before they were banned. And uh, I guess they banned, I guess they banned Skullclamp. That was practically an emergency ban, right? Yeah. Um, I don't remember how, I don't know if it was an actual emergency ban, but so that's, but that, I mean, that, I mean, the affinity deck, you know, was, was so, was so great that it, it had, so, excuse me, obvious that something had to be done. It wasn't obvious that something had to be done in this case, but they did something, and I don't think anyone really feels great about it. I think the card. I to think buy I think if I played this... standard last, I think if I played standard last season, and just got my head kicked in by Reflector Mage off Collected Company a zillion times, I'm really pissed. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm. I'm upset. I'm like, yo, I played against Collected Company so many goddamn times. The number of times that I like I lost because Reflector Mage was a card that they could that like made their deck really really amazing is ridiculous. Like, there's no way that card should have lasted to, till this long. It's at its weakest right now, and they were like, "Oh, well, we'll just ban that too." You know, like I'm sure they did a little bit of thinking for it, but I mean, come on. I think though the card to like own now that if you want to be that person who goes deep is Elder Deep Fiend. Elder Deep Fiends, the Eldrazi that taps all their terminants. Yeah, I think that's the card in in standard that people are going to want to be playing after this. Yeah, um, I think people are going to kind of go pretty deep on this Sahili combo too. I, I, I Spell Queller was actually a card I was I was surprised that they banned Reflector Mage and not Spell Queller, just because Spell Queller seems like a huge feel bad, and it can't even be naturally fatally pushed. No, yeah. I guess you could harness lightning and kill it, though. So I guess you could have a Reflector Mage, of course. But 
Yeah, well, I, I, I hope we see some uh, activity on the legacy front. I don't necessarily think anything really needs to be banned other than, like, you can always take something out of the Miracles deck, but I think... Sure would like be to up. see there... Woodless uh, Eldrazi out there. I want to see TKS or Reality Smasher get, get banned eventually so that, like, that very, very consistent deck it, that, like, hoses a lot of decks in the format that want to be doing something that they stop doing, it just, like, makes that deck a little less great to play. I don't yeah. think it would even stop the deck. And the thing, the thing about the, the scuttlebutt, and I don't know where people get these, where they get these rumors, is that it's always about top, and it's always about chalice when they talk about bans from miracles or Eldrazi. And I don't really think either of those need to go. Um, I think it, it would be sad because there are other decks that use those to to their advantage um, that aren't as silly as miracles and Eldrazi are. Yeah. Now then again, like. I think Leovold plus Fatal Push is gonna do is gonna do a little bit to the format that might hurt those decks in a God, way. I like I mean, I just think that a lot of any if you were trying to be like a grindy bug deck that wasn't Shardless Bug, which was marginal as a deck. I mean, I know I lost I I was one and one against it, but like you you don't you didn't see it go to the top of the Grand Prix. Um you know, uh the deck was the deck is pretty marginal, and uh, something that can that can interact early with other their other deathrite shamans or mother of runes uh, could could break through, and then that kind of deck might be hard for Eldrazi to beat because it probably has cards like Tarmogoyf that are good against it or um, Treating Nemesis, and of course it'll have Miracles uh, covered with Abrupt Decay and some grindy cards. So. Yeah. I, I hope we see some some nice changes. Well, but. we've been waxing on this for a little over an hour, so we should probably give it a rest. We've yeah. If you listen to this, I think next time we'll talk. I want to talk about Reed's deck, but I want to see if he writes anything about it first. Yeah. And um, uh, <laughs> I want to talk about uh, even even Noah Walker's deck, the version they played versus what I played. I think that we could have we get talk a little bit about where the format might go. For sure. I mean, we have to have a we have to have a show next week, so that that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Who? What could happen between now and then? <laughs> yep. All right, Zach. Have a good night. You too, Nate. Have a good one. <laughs> Where does he get those wonderful toys?